You're listening to a live yoga class taped at the Three Dog Yoga Studios in Santa Rosa, California. Grab your mat. Let's get started. <laughs> let's start with uh, Supta Baddha Konasana. Come on to your back, feet together, knees out. And for those of you that weren't here, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> There's a good chance you had some wine in your Friday night, too. No, you were just eating kale salad and drinking green juice. my people and start with closing your eyes softening your face letting the mask drop away and begin to create Uriana Bandha which is the lift of your low belly right underneath your navel about three fingers distance your belly drawing in supports your low back if your low back feels cramped in this pose one thing you can do is shift your pelvis so that your tailbone reaches for your heels instead of toward the ground so that's what you need to do here. Tip your pelvis. Mm -hmm. And then draw in right here to keep that level. And with your low belly drawn in, you start to create ujjayi breath in and out through your nose. Use the muscles of your throat. Start to make a sound like a wave. You know, let everything start to dissolve in the sound and the rhythm of this breath. Ujjayi breath spreads your lungs side to side so that you can keep your low belly engaged. And you keep Uddiyana Bandha throughout the practice until we hit Shavasana. Right, as a way of stabilizing your body, staying centered with yourself. Byproduct is nice abs, you know. Some of us are always here for the side effects, but side effects are good in themselves. Continue to take deep breath. Keep the rhythm, that slow flow of breath. And you'll draw your knees together, hug them onto your chest, and rock a bit side to side across your sacrum. Take your arms out like cactus or goalposts, or if you have enough room to stretch your arms out, that's cool. You let your knees drop side to side in belly twisting pose. So press your shoulder blades into the floor, your upper arm bones into the mat. And as you move your knees side to side, only go as far as you can keep your shoulder blades and upper back centered on the floor. So as you take your knees to one side, you stretch from one shoulder blade across your body to your hip. And if your shoulder blade rolls up, it's not a twist anymore. You're just rolling over onto your side. So it doesn't matter if your knees go all the way down. It does matter if your shoulder blade stays all the way down. You can have your knees about halfway down and still get a stretch, still get work going on, as long as that shoulder blade is anchored to the floor. But you can feel it. If you do a couple, roll side to side and let your shoulder blades peel up, it'll just feel so nice. <laughs> Just kind of rocking back and forth, right? And then pin your shoulder blades and really work the twist. Take two more. If you can, keep your knees together, inner thighs working like you were squeezing a block between them.
And then when you balance both sides, come back to center. Bring your knees to right angles. You have your hands behind your head or you can reach your fingertips toward the front wall. You're going to curl your upper body off the floor. Shoulder blades up. Heart lifting toward the ceiling so you're not curling in on yourself. You guys are somewhere up ceiling tile above you and right in front. You're going to extend your right leg out and then your left leg out to meet. And then draw your right knee back to a right angle and your left knee in to meet. You take your left leg out and your right leg out to meet toe to toe. Left knee in and right knee in. Right leg out, left leg out, and right knee in and left knee in. Left leg out. As you take your right leg out, keep your sacrum level. Hips flat on the floor, left leg in, right leg in. One more round, right leg out and left leg out. Right knee in, right angle, left knee in, left leg out, right leg out, pause here for five, low belly in, four, solar plexus in, heart lifting toward the ceiling, two, left knee in, right knee in, and release down to the mat, and rock a little side to side. And then back to center. Knees at right angles. Hands behind your head. And then lift your shoulder blades off the floor. And extend your right leg out. Then reach your right arm across your left thigh. Reach for the front wall for eight, seven, six, five. Tighten up both legs. Keep your left knee right over your hip. Oh, that's no fun, huh? <laughs> And back to center, right angles in your knees. Make sure your leg bones don't float in over your belly. And then switch sides. Left leg out, right knee over your right hip, left arm across. Six, five. I mean, he brought like eight bottles of wine, you guys. <laughs> we had to finish them all. And one, come back to center. Hug your knees and nose to knees. You're going to rock up and back. Make your way to Boat Navasana. It's the uh, meditation pose of power yoga. <laughs> Set your eyes at your feet. Take a deep breath in. Empty it out. And again, deep breath in. And cross your feet at the ankles. Now do the other one, the didn't, one you didn't choose to cross. Pull your heels toward your bum, hands to your mat, look forward. Jump back to a low push-up and hover for three. Yeah, if you didn't jump, that's fine. You just get to a low push-up and pretend. <laughs> Two. And then all the way down to your mat. What? Well, that was the messiest thing I've seen in a while. <laughs> get Take your arms by your sides on your inhale. Come up to locust. Squeeze your shoulder blades to your back. Okay, we do a lot of work in the front, work in the back now. Roll your outer thighs toward the floor. Firm up your legs. Point your toes toward the back wall. And make sure all 10 of your toenails roll down toward the mat. So baby toenail, toward the mat, outer thigh down toward the mat, inner thigh toward the ceiling. If you haven't had a breath in a while, try it. It's nice. Yeah. You'll probably get a little rock up and back on your belly. That's a nice little uh, massage there. Good. And two, you're going to put your hands down underneath your elbows, your feet down to the floor. 
all ten toenails on the floor so you can cobra pose squeeze your shoulder blades together the cobra uh, you're not pressing into your hands because snakes don't have arms thank God all right so if you take your hands away <laughs> yeah right take your hands away that's the height of your cobra now you place your hands down for support right so that you're not doing all the work like you did in locust hands are down for support feet are down if you notice your feet are popping up off the floor that makes you human you're using your glutes a lot right instead firm your thighs press your feet down use more upper back muscles right, right. breathing still good there's not an expiration on it right. good. Get a deep breath in and then exhale release down to your mat oh. well that time it was no trouble and <laughs> take a deep breath in empty it out and come back up to Cobra and Cobra again hands underneath your elbows so make sure you line that up and instead you're not bringing your elbows forward you're bringing your hands back your hands come back and they're the sides of your rib cage your thumbs in line with like your lowest ribs palms down to the mat feet down into the mat oh what happened to your feet why are they floating press your feet down Right, so if you're not paying attention to your legs, your feet will just float up. You're not pressing your hands down. Make sure you're only peeling up with your upper back muscles. Good. And now press into your feet so firmly that your thighs lift off the floor. Draw your low belly in. Right? Upward facing dog. Press into the floor. And lift up. Good. And downward facing dog on your exhale. You can use your knees in the transition. And a deep breath in. And empty it out. So up dog from the floor is no joke. That's why we never do it from the floor. Inhale, shift forward to a high plank. Forward on your toes, lower down to low plank. Then upward facing dog from the low plank without putting your hips down. Good. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Nice. And again, shift forward to a high plank. Tighten up. Rock forward on your toes, lower to low plank. Stay tight. You might put your knees down. Breathe in, upward facing dog, press your hands down, lift your heart, and downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. And one more time, inhale, shift forward to a high plank, tighten up, lower to low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog, press your hands down, press your feet down, all ten toenails, downward facing dog, breathe all the way out, and have a breath in, let it go. Look to your hands, walk forward, take a rag doll. Also known at this point as Thank God Asana. You wrap your arms around one another. Let your head drop. Feet about hip distance apart. It could be wider, right, but no closer. And you want to give yourself plenty of room to make this a restorative fold. Right? You're not having to balance. The wider stance gives you balance. Bend your knees so that your chest rests or your arm bones can rest on your thighs. Let your head drop. And there's moments to empty out anything that's come before. Thoughts of anything that might be on the way. To be just here in your body. And you're doing these poses only because you choose to. Right? You're never stuck in one of these. You can always hit child's pose. Right? You can always hit shavasana. 
and you can modify and dilute and play up. And each one of these poses is here for you to practice in your body. Not to think about or to worry about or to create stories around. But to be here in a way that's making your life better. In a way that you go out there and make the world better. And deep breath in. And let it go. Release your hands. Bring your feet together. Big toes touching. Heels slightly apart. And on your inhale, reach to stand. Mountain pose. Arms overhead. Shoulders soft to your back. And we'll bring hands to heart center and pause. And you have a moment to pause with yourself to stand upright in your body. To feel your feet on the floor. Know where you stand. To create a lift in your heart. A lightness in your being. To dial into Uriyana Bandha, your centering, your core. And to spread out with your breath and make space. Ultimately, that's what we're doing here, making space in body, mind, and heart. And choosing what we fill that space with. this moment to do that, to know what we came for, what we're up to, and then to bring those intentions together as a group as we join our voices in the sound of OM. A deep breath in. Ah. your feet down, look up and reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward, bring your hands through your heart. Good. That's good. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back, pull your heart forward, your spine long. Low push up, breathe out. Halfway down. Good. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down, lift your heart. Downward facing dog on your exhale, you'll breathe all the way out. A deep breath in. And empty. Look forward, walk or hop, top of the mat. Feet together, inhale, halfway lift, flat back. And exhale, fold down, squeeze in. Inhale, reach to stand, mountain pose. And exhale, bow forward, bring your hands through heart center, soft knees are great. Inhale, halfway lift to flat back. Low push up, breathe out, tighten into your core body, belly in. Upward dog, breathe in. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Deep breath in. And empty. Look forward, walk or hop, top of the mat. Inhale, halfway lift, pull your heart forward. Exhale, fold down, squeeze your body in. Inhale, reach up to stand. And exhale, bow forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Low push up, breathe out. 
And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Take a deep breath in. And get empty. And look forward, walk your hat, top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, fold, squeeze down. One more round like that. Inhale, reach to stand. And exhale, bow forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. And a deep breath in. Let it out. Press into your thumb and first finger knuckle. Deep breath in. Pull your tailbone up and back. We're not going anywhere. Breath out. Drop down into your heels. Make sure your feet are parallel. And a couple more breaths here. Work your base. Your hands down and forward. Thumb and first finger knuckle into the floor. And then work your core. Low belly up and in to pull your hips up and away to stretch long. Like a dog rising up from sleep. You've seen this. Right? You've seen this? Oh, yeah. They're having so much fun. Are you having that much fun? If not, bend your knees. Right? Yeah, yeah that can help. And deep breath in. Let it out. And look forward. Walk or hop top of your mat. Feet together. Big toes touching. Inhale. Halfway lift. And exhale. Full squeeze down. Good. Drop your hips low. Ukatasana. Chair pose. Second only to boat in the meditation poses of power yoga. And I'm serious about that because like this is the one like like all your stuff comes at you. Like whatever thought you like no one's like, oh hey, I love this. I could sit here forever. No one's like that. Please tell me there's no one in here like that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? But you start to get clear around it, right? You start to get clear around it. Like you can enjoy it. That's what, if you want to enjoy it, that's great. Right? But there's also this element in a tough pose and a challenge of taking what you need, right? When you need a modification, you do that, right? But then knowing when it's just a story, when it's just a, I don't wanna, right? Okay. Know when you're pushing yourself too hard, right? Know when you're talking like down with yourself, right? And clear all of it out, right? Whether it's pushing too hard or resisting, right? can you clear it out and make it easier on yourself? Like how can you make this easier on yourself? Right? One more breath in, heart up. And then exhale, bow forward, right? Good. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Good. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Good. Nice. And you have your heels on one line, or you can go slightly wider than that. And press into the outer edge of your back foot. Your front toes are turned straight ahead. Your back foot's probably at an angle. So if your front foot's 12 o'clock, your back foot's probably somewhere around 10. That allows you to square your left hip forward, your left lung forward. And press your heel back one more. And then rotate your pelvis forward. Now square your body back forward. So this rotated over. Yeah, just straight ahead. Good. All right, sit low in your front thigh, right? And it is tough. Like physically, these are demanding postures. We're not trying to make it easier on ourselves, as in get out of the pose, but you're making it less stress on yourself, 
by what you're doing mentally, by what you choose to do with your breath, right? what you choose to do with your shoulders or your jaw. Good, soften here. Roll your palms in. On your inhale, go up and back. Then hands to your mat, low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. And step your left foot forward to your hands. Good, warrior one. Back foot flat, your front toes probably at 12 o'clock. Your back foot's probably around two. So that you're squaring your hips, your shoulders with the front edge of your mat. It's gonna take work, right? That's the twist of this that opens your back hip flexor in front of your thigh. You sit low in your front thigh as we build the heat, right? And cleansing heat, the tapas of yoga. And then you firm your arms overhead. So you could have cactus arms for sure. You bend your arms all the way, squeeze your shoulder blades to your back. That's nice back strengthener, chest opener, right? But it's fully engaged back muscles, right? Or you have your arms straight overhead and you're fully engaged in your arm muscles reaching out through your fingertips, like you're trying to press your triceps out through your fingers. In all this, you're breathing. You're breathing. Send your front knee forward. Draw your low belly in. Soften around your shoulders and neck so that as you reach up, you're reaching from your core body, not those small stress muscles around the shoulders. Good. Draw your belly in. Low belly in. Then heart up. Go back. Good. Nice. Have one more inhale. Reach up and back with your heart. Enhance your mat. Low push up. Breathe out. Press into the floor so you lower slowly and safely and strong. Good. Upward dog. Breathe in. Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Good. Take a deep breath in, feet about hip distance apart, heels in line with your second and third toe. Breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or hop. Top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. Pull your heart forward, pull your feet back. And then exhale, fold, squeeze in. All right, sunbi. Inhale, Utkatasana, chair pose. And Uttanasana, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, breathe in to reach up. Warrior one, go all the way into it, much as you can. Hands to your mat, low push-up. Lower slowly, right? You step back, you hover, you create control. Breathe in, upward dog, firm your thighs. And downward facing dog, you breathe all the way out. Then left foot forward, breathe in, reach up. Enhance your mat, lower slowly, chaturanga, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Good. Take a deep breath in. And let it go. And just because we're doing more work doesn't mean you have to go faster. Take a deep breath in. And let it out. One more deep breath in. Get empty. Step your left, right foot forward, warrior one. I'm gonna open up to warrior two. Bring your front heel in line with your back arch. Your back foot parallels the back edge of your mat. Thank you. Heel back there. Yeah. And 
pressing your back foot like you're pressing it up against the back wall. Send your front knee forward. Right. Good. Nice. And there's a sensation in this pose of pulling your feet toward one another at the same time. Your back foot's pressing down, anchoring. And then your front foot, it's like your back foot's on the dock and your front foot's on the boat. Don't fall in the water. Squeeze. Or inner thigh activation. Oh, Patricia, your face tells me you're doing that right. <laughs> Deep breath in. On your exhale, sit deeper. Where are you going? Inhale, reverse warrior, front palm toward the ceiling. Spread through your side ribs. Well, open through your body. So both shoulder blades squeeze to your back. Open here. Spine in. Deep breath in. And then cartwheel down, low push up. Breathe out. Press your hands into the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. Then open to warrior two. You bring your back foot in line with the back edge of your mat. Your front heel in line with your back arch. Front toe straight ahead. Good. Your front knee in line with your second toe. Sit low in your front thigh. And you work your feet like kind of pull them together, like you're wrinkling your mat between them. Good. We're going to drop your right hip underneath you. So, other way, you can pull open to the sidewall. Yep. Stay level in your hips. Nice. Yeah. On your exhale, sit low in your front thigh. And inhale, reverse warrior. Awesome. You're welcome. And squeeze your shoulder blades to your back. If you can, straighten your upper arm. Press through your pinky fingertip so that you're bending through your side body, creating space. Deep breath in. And then cartwheel down, low push-up. Press your hands into your mat as you lower slowly. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Have a deep breath in. And empty it out. On your inhale, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. And exhale, shift forward, bring your knee to your nose. Inhale, reach back, three-legged dog. And then knee to your right elbow or tricep or underarm, curl in. Good. Inhale, reach back. And then knee to your left tricep or underarm, curl in. Good. Inhale, reach back. Bend your knee, open your hip. You can stay here or flip your dog over, foot to the floor outside your mat. Yes. Five line. High five. Awesome. Deep breath in. Back to center, high plank. Go on your right palm, open up to the left for side plank. Good. Tighten up both legs. Yeah, if you like, lift your top leg. Keep your hips in line with your body. Notice if your hips are floating back behind you. Press your pelvis toward the door wall. Squeeze your shoulder blades to your back. Create center. Have a deep breath in. Then look to your mat. High to low plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Mm -hmm. Good. Right foot. Good. 
and back heels lifted. Right? And drop your tailbone down, pull your low belly in. Right? And you can be at any depth in this pose that you want to be. Make sure you're at one that's working to open your back leg, right? So you may take your feet f further apart, front to back. You can bend your back knee, drop your tailbone so that your pelvis is level. And eventually you're working your hips down in line with your knee. Doesn't have to be today. Oh, hello. <laughs> then on your next inhale, lift your chest, go up and back, keep your hips low. Hands to heart center, you'll twist. Take your left elbow over your right thigh. And then you'll breathe here. And breathing gets harder when we twist, right? You're putting compression around the muscles of breathing. So it makes your breath, like, breathing muscles more stronger, more stronger, stronger, more stronger. And on your inhale, open your arms. Good. To keep your shoulder healthy, there's a line there, and then roll from your mid body open. Yeah. You're going to take your left hand, plant it down inside your right foot. Step your right leg back for a wild thing. You're going to step it over your left leg behind you, ball of your foot to the floor. Mm -hmm. And that's why we call it wild thing. So it looks like this. Through here. Go around there. I'll get out of your way. Mm -hmm. Nice. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. Deep breath in. And look to your mat high to low plank. Wish I had a little clip of that Trog song. Upward facing dog, you make my heart sing. Downward facing dog, you make everything. <laughs> you guys are my people. Deep breath in. And empty it out. Inhale, take your left leg up, three-legged dog. And knee to your nose, shift forward. Inhale, reach back. And knee to your left arm, left tricep, left underarm, left shoulder. Good. Inhale, reach back. And knee to your right. Take it across. Pull your thigh away from your mat. Inhale, reach back. <laughs> Bend your knee, open your hip, and flip your dog over. I like that move too, Lindsay. <laughs> good. And good. Deep breath. Good. And you put your eyebrows down, or in this case, up. Right. Yeah. Good. Press your feet into the floor, right? So we tend to work our face and our neck, but it's really like our feet and our legs that hold the pose up. Deep breath in. And then back to center, high plank. And take a moment in the high plank here and pause here. Make sure your shoulders are right over your wrists, right? body in one line. Your hips aren't sinking or lifted up, right? So you have your heels, your hips, your shoulders in one diagonal line. Press into your left palm, open up to the right for side plank. Keep that line. So your, your feet stack, your legs straighten, right? And tighten up your thighs. Your tailbone moves in toward the center of your body, right? It's going to want to float back toward the door wall. Keep pulling it in. Take your upper hand right over your shoulder. Make sure it's not back behind you. Yeah, I didn't say that to make it more fun, just more line. Take your top leg up. Maybe, maybe, right? If you're taking your top leg up, make sure that your hips stay in line because they're really smart and they'll go back to balance, right? But you squeeze in at your core to balance. Have a breath in. And then look to your mat. High to low plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. And step your left foot forward, crescent lunge.
Good. Again, your feet can be as far apart as you need them to be front to back. Make sure you're on two tracks, hip distance apart, side to side. Good. And pull your low belly in, your shoulders to your back. And eventually you're deepening your hips down toward the line of your knee. It doesn't have to be exact. It doesn't have to happen today. But there's an element in this pose of your hips dropping down to create part of your base. Right? Your foundation is your feet through your belly. Keep your hips low. Lift your chest up and go back. That's the expression of the back bend. Make sure you're bending in your upper back and not so much your neck. Right? Keep your shoulders soft. Right? They will do all the work if they have to. Right? And deep breath in. And then hands to your heart and twist. Take your right elbow over your left thigh. Good. Squeeze your back leg to straight. Good. Good. Squeeze your leg bones in towards center. Press your palms to lift your chest away from your thigh. Good. Nice. On your inhale, open your arms. Keep your top hand in line with your shoulder overhead. Roll open more by taking your bottom lung toward the ceiling. Good. Now you're going to plant your right hand to the inside of your left foot. Just plant it. Pick up your left foot. Step your leg around behind you. Ball of your foot to the floor. If you went way wide, almost like a flip dog, get closer to your mat with your foot, right? Yeah. If you ended up on somebody else's real estate, then uh, it's too far. Good. Lift your tailbone in. Roll your chest toward the ceiling. Right? Big opening pose for the front of the body. Deep breath here. And just keep your shoulders there. Look to your mat, hide a little plank, exhale. And now I need a towel. <laughs> breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Have a deep breath in. And empty it. Look forward, walk or hop, top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. <laughs> and exhale, fold, squeeze into your legs. You might bend your knees there. On your inhale, take Ukatasana, chair pose. Set your hips back, your feet are together. Hands to your heart, you're going to twist your left elbow outside your right thigh. Good. Keep your hips low, your left knee in line with your right. Pull your heart forward and up. Good. On your inhale, open your arms. On your exhale, bow forward. And toe your feet apart. Your big toes with your peace fingers. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, bow forward. And let your head drop. And make sure that this feels like you've got some space in your low back. If you feel a little cramped in your low back, you can bring your feet apart wider. Right? There's always that option. Right. Make sure you feel like you can draw yourself down towards your thighs. If you're kind of resisting, like sometimes we'll put our hands on the floor just like resist the fold. That's a sign that you might want to bend your knees more or take your feet wider. Right. Bending your knees and taking your feet wider take out that resistance and allow you to stretch more in your hamstrings usually. Right. Sometimes if we get stuck in our low back, can't get into the hamstrings. So regardless of what your fourth grade PE teacher said about stretching with straight legs, right? It does work to bend them. And bring your feet further apart. Mm -hmm. and bend a little more here. And keep dropping your chest down and let your head go. Oh, there it is. 
Apologies to any fourth grade PE teachers in the room. There aren't, right? <laughs> and if you are, you're saying you can stretch with soft knees, right? I became friends with my eighth grade PE teacher on Facebook yesterday. It was weird. <laughs> Who is this? Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, release your hands, bring your feet together. He has the best name in history. Scooty Ferrara. <laughs> right, on your inhale, Ukatasana, right? <laughs> a name like that. Hands to your heart and twist. Dig your right elbow over your left thigh. Just to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> Good. 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 Take a deep breath. Exhale, sit deeper. On your inhale, open your arms, spread out through your chest, and then bow forward, exhale. And toe heel your feet out wide, and slide your hands underneath toes to your wrist crease. Bend your knees as much as you need to to make that happen. Inhale, halfway lift, and exhale, fold down. And this one's intense, so sometimes even the bent knees don't get as much in this pose. If that's happening, you can take your hands, uh, release your hands from your feet, take them behind your legs, get hold of your calves, and press your hands into your calves to help you drop into a deeper fold. It's a modification here that is pretty nice if you want to get some more stretch in your hamstrings. And I was kind of looking at that like when a pose is too deep for you and you feel like either you're, you're stuck or something is not right. You can dilute, you can modify, and sometimes that modification will make the pose deeper in the right places. Every once in a while we'll get stuck in a pose where something just mechanically is not working. And easing up a little bit actually takes us deeper. So you play with that. And just know your motivation, your intention, and your poses. Right? If your intention is to stand on your hands, perfect, great, that's awesome. But if your intention is to get deep in your hamstrings and that's not happening for you, play around. Gently release your hands. You're going to plant them to your mat. Crouch down for crow. You bend your elbows out to the sides. Climb your knees to your upper arms. Look forward. And bring your feet together. If crow is not on the menu because of wrist stuff going on or elbows, shoulders, come into a deep squat. Press your arms into your legs, your legs into your arms. If you think Chris on the menu because you've never done it before, well, before you kissed that certain someone, you had never kissed them before. It didn't stop you. Or it wouldn't stop you. <laughs> I mean, if Ewan McGregor shows up, I, <laughs> this is not going to stop me. <laughs> All right, look forward, jump back, walk back, crawl back. Make your way to downward facing dog. Deep breath in and empty it out. Look forward, walk or hop to the top of your mouth. Inhale, halfway lift, pull your heart forward. And exhale, fold down, squeeze your body in. Inhale, reach to stand. Bless you. Oh, that was a 
I'm right. Was that a beer? <laughs> if you're going to do this podcast in your living room, you're wondering what's going on. Karen, just open a beer. <laughs> Take your right arm under for eagle. Wrap your right leg over top. This will be known as the podcast where Karen opened a beer. On your inhale, you're unwind and reach up. Feet together, arms overhead. Soften your shoulders. And then the other side, take your left arm underneath and your left leg over top and sit. You drop your tailbone, pull your low belly in. On your inhale, unwind and reach up. In the second set, take your right arm underneath and your right leg over top. Ground through your standing foot. Squeeze your legs together. Pull your low belly in. Soften your shoulders. Draw your tailbone down and your low belly up and in. On your inhale, unwind and reach up. And last one, take your left arm underneath and your left leg over top. And sit into your standing leg. Draw your low belly in, Uddiyana Bandha. Keep your shoulders in line over your hips. And draw your lowest ribs toward one another to keep yourself upright. Good. Drop your tail. Lift your little belly. Okay. Nice. Good. If you can, lift your elbow points. One more breath. On your inhale, unwind, reach up. Bring your right arm down for dance or catch your right foot. Good. Kick your foot into your hand once you've got your balance. Right. Get your balance first. So upright dancers, totally legit, right? It's a great stretch for your quadricep. When you feel balanced, steady in your standing leg, that's where it comes from, right? You pull into your core body, kick your foot back, launch your heart forward and up, good. A deep breath in. And then exhale, release, bring your hands to your heart and pause. And then the other side, on your inhale, take your arms up overhead and bring your left arm down and catch your foot and get centered first and then start to kick your foot into your hand. And sometimes you get centered right away and some days it doesn't happen at all, right? But you're looking for that. You're looking for being centered, calm, steady in your body. Then you can get expansive. Then you can do more. Deep breath in. And enhance your heart and pause, feet together. And get to centered, steady, like strong here, right? If we're not paying attention in this really simple pose, right, it can go soft, it can go like completely like out of the building mentally. 
right? And it doesn't help the poses that we try to work from this pose. Everything works from this, from you standing upright in your body. Right? Know what that feels like, right? right? I mean, how many times a day do you really get into your body, get centered, and know what that feels like to be grounded, centered, present? That's what we're practicing here. And we can do it on two feet. Right? You can do it in the simple, easy times. Right? You can do it in the more challenging, rougher stuff. On your inhale, take your arms up overhead. And take your right arm down. Catch your right foot. Bring back centered and steady before you go anywhere. Then go for it as you like, tip into the pose, as you expand into it. Go to the outer limit of where you feel steady and center, right? And work that limit. And continually working at that limit makes us stronger. Right? But if we rush too quickly at it, we just get discombobulated, which is not what we're here to practice. And hands to heart center and foot to your mat. And close your eyes and soften your face. Firm your legs, draw your low belly in. Yeah. Most of us have enough practice at rushing at things and getting discombobulated. Mm. This is not that practice. Mm. This is you taking back center, steady. And then moving to your limits and expanding your limits in a way that's powerful. Growing. On your inhale, take your arms up overhead. And take your left arm down, catch your left foot. And you kick. Yeah. And keep working from center, from steady, with that as an intention. And sometimes you'll work at your limit and you'll still fall. And that'll be good. It's a learning too. But you'll fall from having gone like to the limit, to your edge. On your exhale, release, bring your hands to your heart and pause. Right, good. Stand here in your body. And there's a big difference of falling out of poses because we got discombobulated or falling out of a pose because we were really working at our edge until our body just couldn't anymore. That second one, that's powerful, right? When you, when you fall out because you're focused and centered and aware, but your body just reached its edge, then you found your edge. Right? And you know the difference, you feel the difference. From strong standing pose, take tree. Root your left foot down, bring your right foot up, inner calf, inner thigh. Right. And press the sole of your left foot into the floor. Press your right foot into your inner thigh, inner calf. Draw your low belly in, lift your heart and your chest.
deep breath in. And on your exhale, your hands to your heart, your foot to your mat, pause. Feel your body here, centered, steady, strong. Not forced, right? There's no power in forcing. But strong because you've gripped muscle to bone, you've drawn your low belly in. You're spreading out across your heart and breathing fully, giving your body what it needs. And take the other side. Put your right foot down, pick your left foot up. Deep breath in. And then exhale, bring your hands to your heart and your foot to your mat, feet together, toe to toe. On your inhale, look up and reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs through your fingers. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Low push up, breathe out. Chaturanga, tighten your legs. You can use your knees if you need to. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. And open up to warrior two. Inhale, reverse your warrior. And then triangle, straighten your front knee. Hinge at your front thigh. Fingertips to the floor or a block. Keep your hand light. Right? And work your legs. So you have three points on the floor. But the fingertips, working the floor, working the block, right, are really, really light. They're not. They're kind of like a kickstand, but you're not putting weight into it. And squeeze your legs, muscle to bone. Pull your tailbone in towards center and lean back into your shoulder blades. Right. Good. Really good. Udana Bandha, draw your low belly and you press your heart forward. Two. One more breath in. Empty it out. And on your inhale, come up to stand. Press into your feet and turn toward the door wall for straddle. Parallel your feet. Lift up and bow forward at your hip. Okay. Good. Your choice here, you can. Take your hands in line with your heels. So you can have your hands on a block. If your head gets to the floor, you can take a straddle headstand. If and only if you do that staying on your own mat. If you're unsure about the prospects, <laughs> your neighbor's even doubly unsure about the prospects. Headstands, straddle headstands even will work in some workshops, right? You're welcome to practice them in classes like this. 
you want to learn how to do them, let me know. We'll have more workshops. If you have no desire to ever do a headstand, that's also cool. Right? Totally cool. If you have curiosity, follow it. Deep breath in. And empty it out. Press your feet into the floor, pull your heart forward, and come up to standing. Turn toward the front wall for pyramid. Point your front toe straight ahead, your back foot at an angle. You can lace your hands if you like behind your back. Squeeze both thighs, lift up, and bow forward. If lacing your hands is not for you, you can grab a towel between your hands, or you can just drop your hands to the floor. That's a nice way to get more hamstring stretch out of this, if that's what you're going for. Good. Pull your right hip back, your left hip forward. Deep breath in and empty it out. And release your hands, draw your heart forward, inhale. Exhale, low push-up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Open up to warrior two. Inhale, reverse. And straighten your front knee, take triangle. Press your feet into the floor. You hinge your left hand to the outside of your front foot on the floor or on a block. Lighten up your toes. Press into the outer edge of your back foot, pressing the ball of your big toe up front. Nice. Squeeze your back leg. Turn your front toes straight ahead. There you go. Press into the ball of your big toe up front. And squeeze your leg up through the inner thigh. Bar this. Good. If you take your hand to the floor, you can get off your ankle. Yeah. Nice. Gonna look out for the shoulder again. There you go. One more breath in. Exhale completely. Soften your front knee and come up to stand. Turn toward the orange wall for straddle. Parallel your feet. Good. Lift up. You can lace your hands behind you if you like. Lift your heart and bow forward. And you can work with the uh, arms bound. You can grab a towel if that's better for you. If you prefer to move into a straddle split, welcome to.
softness in your knees. Yeah. It was a little scary coming forward. I got you. It's okay. Oh. Oh, bummer. Okay. All right. Just be careful with your hips back like this. See if you can bring it forward. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It had that twinge in it. You okay though? Okay. Alright, gently release your hands if they're bound. Walk your feet in if they're too wide. And come to standing slowly. And then you'll turn to the front wall for pyramid. Take your time. If you're dizzy, you don't get extra points for doing this while dizzy. Now lift up and bow forward. If you'd like to lace your hands again, you lace your hands. Try the other thumb on top if you had them last time. If you're not sure, just lace your hands, then flip it. And you'll feel like you're holding someone else's hand, which may be bonus right now to feel like someone's holding your hand. Deep, deep, deep breath. Right. Comb through the back of your left thigh. Rotate down there. Oh, yeah. Gently release your hands if they're bound. Into your mat, inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, low push-up, chaturanga. And breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. And spread your hands wide into the floor. Press into your thumb and first finger knuckle. Soften your knees, send your hips way up. Good. Deep breath here. Three. Stretch long. Two. One more full inhale. Empty it out. And come down to your knees for camel. And so, camel, you're going to work like you're pressed up against the front wall. Your thighs vertical. And that means your hips are going to need to stay forward over your knees. And the first thing your hips are going to try to do is help you out. And when you go into the camel, the first thing your hips try to do is go back like that. And do a little Michael Jackson, right? So, right? Do you remember? No. All right. And drop your tailbone down. Pull your low belly in. Take your hands to either side of your sacrum. And then your focus is going to be on keeping your thigh bones vertical as you lift your heart and bend in your upper back. It's not in your neck and it's not in your low back. It's in the spine that runs between your shoulder blades. So you'll go up and you'll go back. And then if your hips can stay forward over your knees, which takes a lot of thigh work, right? Take your right hand down. If your leg is there, heels there to be caught, great. If uh, you want to turn your toes under, bring your heels up and do that. Make sure that you keep this leading with your chest. 
not your chin, because that'll just give you, you know, pain in the neck, literally. Probably have enough of those already. Right. You lift your low belly in. Okay. And then to come up, you bring your spine in, your head up last, and then sit back to your heels. Okay. And since half of that happens like backwards and inside out, I'll show you how those uh, actions go. Next one. Yeah, so you start off, you're looking straight ahead, hips are over your knees, you're peeling away from that wall, low back staying long, bending in my upper back. You can see I'm still looking at the front wall, but I can get a pretty good back bend still looking at the front wall, yes? Right. Or I can look at the back wall and have no back bend at all, right? This is just like, you know, air show or something. So you're going to go back. And then as you get back here, your head just naturally follows your spine, right? So my spine moves first, my head follows, then maybe my heel somewhere around there, I can grab it to make it a little easier on myself. I can pull my heels up, catch the heels, but you're not trying to uh, put your weight into your hands. You're pulling your heart up and then maybe your head drops back because you're so far back into the back bend. But then it's allowing you to be like, fully open I can talk easily. I'm not overstretching my neck. To come up, press into my feet, bring my spine up. My head comes up last. I'm going to do like a layout and dance. That's how it ends up working. The reason why your head comes up last, your head weighs, I don't know, Jerry Maguire, that kid said like eight pounds, but it's actually like 13 pounds. If you try to pull your head up first, you're doing this really great back bend, right? You have absolutely no like, stability here. All openness, it's good but then you're gonna to try to pull all the weight of your head up with your neck muscles, right? Most of us overwork our neck anyway. So as you come up, it's a, it's a big trust game, but you lead with your heart, let your head follow. That's like a statement about life too. <laughs> Good, <laughs> come on up to your knees. It's a big trust game though. <laughs> and, and drop your tailbone down, keep your thighs pressed against the front wall, as if, right? And then you go for it. Take your chest up and back. And you can get full expression, or you can get like halfway in there. See, so you got Michael Jackson going? Yeah, yeah, just put your chest, that's good. Yeah. And keep pressing your hips forward. Yes. There you go. Keep pressing your hips forward. Yes, three, two. Good. And then very slowly come up, leading with your heart. Let your head be the last thing to come up. So it's like you're stacking your vertebrae from your mid-back all the way up through your crown. Good. And make your way back to seated or child's pose. I won't give you another lecture now. I don't know, somehow with camel, the lectures help, uh, I hope. Yes, no, maybe? All right, one more for luck. Here we go. Camel. So your head is the last thing to drop back. You get everything else full expression first. Then if it's comfortable, and it'll be like really comfortable, you'll know the difference. Like if it's stressful at all, then you don't need to put your head back. If it feels really great, then it's good. Be careful here with your head. Yeah, see how good. Nice, keep long in your neck. So I go back, yeah. Good, then you'll come up, stacking your spine from mid-back, heart leading, and sit back to child's pose or take downward facing dog, and sit on your knees, anything you like to, and balance that. It's good work, y'all.
deep breath in and empty it out. And then come to your knees or down to your knees over onto your back. Take bridge. So your toes will point toward the front of your mat. Arms by your sides. Lift your tailbone, your sacrum, the rest of your spine. That's the opposite of what we're doing in camel. Like you're moving your hips, <laughs> opening up. Okay, and then walk your shoulder blades together behind you. And as much as you can without pain. If that hurts your shoulder, then you don't need it. Right? You press your feet down, press your arm bones down, press the back of your head down. One more breath here, and then exhale, slowly release it down. Good work. Take a deep breath in, and let it go. On your inhale, up again for bridge. Press your arm bones down, press your feet down. Aren't you glad this class changed to 90 minutes? Two. One more breath in. And exhale, slowly release down. Good. And you can stick with bridge, especially if you've got shoulder things or low back things going on. Otherwise, on your inhale, come up for wheel. Plant your hands, plant your feet. Come on up on your inhale. Good. Three. Deep breath. And two. One more inhale, then exhale slowly, release down. Good. And then you'll take a breath here. In and out. On your inhale, up again, bridge or wheel. Plant your hands and you go. Use your whole inhale to come up. And as soon as you get there, use your exhale to press into the floor. Whether it's your hands, your feet, your arms, your head. Everything that's down, press down. On your inhale, everything that's up, lift up. And you're creating the lift by creating the ground. Right. One more breath in. And then exhale, slowly release down. Good. And you have a breath here to clear it out. You just need one. Up again, inhale. Go for it. Use your breath. One more breath in. And exhale, slowly release down. You have a breath in, right? And you clear it out. Last one. Bridge, wheel, whatever you got, right? You can also choose to rest. If you choose to rest, like choose to rest, right? Otherwise, you do the pose. When you do the pose, you choose to do that pose that you chose. And that's just how you stay sane, right? If you're resting, enjoy the rest. If you're doing the pose, enjoy the pose. If you're not enjoying yourself, change something. Possibly the pose, but probably your attitude, right? Deep breath in. And exhale, slowly release down. And bring your feet together, knees out to the side. Supta Baddha Konasana, back where we started. Whole new body. <laughs> Deep breath here. 
on your next inhale, bring your knees together, your feet toward the ceiling, your hands behind your head or reach for your toes. Make sure your legs are vertical. Pulse up for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Lower your right leg down. Charlie's Angels, your hands, and twist to the outside of your left thigh. And Charlie's Angels is now a verb. My English teacher would be so proud. Two. And back to center. Reach for your toes. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Left leg down and twist. Six. Three, two, one, back to center, both legs up, bend your knees at right angles, hands behind your head, make sure your knees stay at right angles, <coughs> and press your right leg out as you twist over toward your left, left knee stays at that right angle, then you come back to center, both knees at right angles, and then you twist over to the right, it stays at that right angle, come back to center, and then twist over to the left, and back to center, so you're always looking to make sure that you're Thigh bones stay vertical, not in over your low belly. And your sacrum stays level so that your hips don't rock side to side. And no, that doesn't make it any more fun. Just makes it more effective at actually doing abdominal exercise. One more round. Come back to center and hug your knees in. Nose to knees, knees to nose, curl in. Rock up and back. Make your way to boat Navasana for five, four, three, two. Cross your feet. Nope, other way. Hands to your mat, look forward, jump back, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward dog. And breathe out, downward dog. One day I'll get sneaky and cross in the awkward way first. And then uh, do it the easy way. Does anyone else feel like it's a completely different body jumping through with the other leg in front? Yeah. It's like, I've been doing this for eight years, the same leg every time. And deep breath in. Clear it all out. And again, breath in and empty. Have one more. Deepest breath in through your nose. Let it go out through your mouth. On your inhale, take your right leg up. Three-legged dog. Go for it. Go for it. And press your left heel down. Press your right heel up. Deep breath for three. Nice. Oh, yeah. And two. Okay, press your left heel down. Press your right heel up. Straighten this leg. And then exhale. Bring your knee to your wrist for pigeon. Then your thigh bones will line up with the side edges of your mat. 
back toes will point straight back. Squeeze your back leg tightly. Draw your low belly in. And let your upper body soften over your shin. Deep breath. Let it get bigger and more helpful with each inhale and each exhale. Extend it where you need it. Know what it's doing for you. Smoothing out the rough edges. Keeping your mind in the game. Giving your body what it needs. more full breath in. Empty it all the way out. And slowly walk your hands in. And make your way back to downward facing dog. Deep breath in. And empty. On your inhale, take your left leg up, three-legged dog. Bring your left, oh wait, we gotta bring your left heel toward the ceiling and your right heel toward the floor. Yeah. Don't take your left heel toward the floor, that'd be weird. Just press your right heel down. Squeeze your left leg straight. Even if your right knee needs a soft bend, that's totally fine. Deep breath here. Can you straighten your left leg more by firming your thigh? Deep breath in. And then exhale your knee to your wrist for pigeon. Yeah. All of a sudden, pigeon becomes the rest. It's like that. My brother used to do that. Like if... Uh, you know, you get like a toothache or something, earache. Brother Christopher would punch in the shoulder and be like, well, now your shoulder hurts worse. <laughs> oh, he's getting it back. He's got a great little boy that's going to do the same thing.
deep, steady breath here. And point your back toes straight back. All five toenails on the floor. So chances are your baby toe, maybe a couple toes, want to roll up, right? So your leg naturally wants to roll uh, into external rotation. Which would be a fancy way of saying it wants to roll your heel in. And keep your heel lined up with your second and third toe, all five toenails on the floor. Your back leg firm. So your back leg's the anchor of this pose. And it's kind of like it was a standing leg in a balance pose. It keeps you from rolling too far over to the left. Roll into your outer right thigh to balance to bring your hips to square. When your hips are at square, you can lengthen your spine out from your pelvis more. And then you can get more hip opening. Right? It all comes from that foundation that you have in the back leg. Everything's connected. You start feeling that. You start practicing that, like being a connected whole. Right? This is not just about your hip. It's about your whole body, your mind, your heart. And you practice from the tips of your toes to the tips of your fingers. From the top of your inhale to the bottom of your exhale. One more deep breath in. Empty it. And then you'll walk up to your hands. Bring yourself back to downward facing dog. Yeah, take your time. And then you come down to your knees and turn toward the door wall for frog or seated straddle. So frog is a straddle on your knees. Mm -hmm. Make it way more than that in your head if you want to. Right. When you turn to the door wall and you can work your way onto your inner thighs, flex your feet, your heels line up with your knees. So you have right angles at your feet, your knees, your hips. Hips stay in line with your knees as you come down to your forearms and maybe your chest. You might need to walk your knees further apart to get there. And that's not great on your knees. You can always take a seated straddle, legs out wide, you lift up and bow forward, right? Know that frog is not like super comfortable for anybody. So if you feel really uncomfortable in your inner thighs doing frog, good. Like that's what we're doing. F frog is a pose that's meant to work you a little psychologically. Right? It's a pose that you don't think you can stay and then you stay anyway because it's, it's more of a mental game. Right? You're not going to hurt yourself doing frog unless you have some knee injuries. Right? Then you just watch those. Like Don't, don't mess up your knee. Right? If your knees are pressing bone into the floor, you can double up your mat or you can come onto the inner edges of your knees by taking your legs wider apart. Right? 
If you need the seated straddle, lengthen your spine by drawing your low belly in. Right. And if you're in frog, you can always put your head on a block or your chest on a block. Right. That'll help you to release down to the floor. Sometimes in frog, we push into the floor, like sec, you know, just a little uh, psychological pressing away, right? And so to alleviate tension in your upper body, block's really nice. It can be also nice in a straddle to put your hands or your head on a block. Yeah. And of course, we're going to be here forever, right? Like forever. Right. Or just one breath. Right. You're always in a pose just for one breath. Right. This one. And if the next one is too overwhelming, you come out of it. Right. You don't have to bargain with yourself. It's just like, is this breath okay? Right. Am I doing something healthy? And you stay. If the next breath is not healthy, you get out. Have one more breath here. And then you'll press into your hands. Draw one knee to the other. And come around onto your back for knees to chest. Or you could take wheel. So either way, you can bring a uh, drawing in. That's a nice sensation. Or opening up. Your hips are never going to be more acclimated to wheel than they are right now. Deep breath in. Then exhale, slowly come down. And you can rock your sacrum a little side to side. Move yourself into hips on a block or shoulder stand. Feet up in the air, either way you like it. Shoulder stand, you can move to plow or deaf man's pose, feet to the floor behind you or knees bent around the ears. And you make your way down slowly onto your back. Slide your block out of the way. Hug your knees into your chest. Take some twists side to side. And you're ready. Make your way to Shavasana. Yeah. We don't have a bell to remind us that it classes over. Yeah. Make your way towards Shavasana. You let yourself drop down to the floor. A muscle unwind from bone. You get to be here as you are. 
fully alive, fully awake, and fully at ease. It's a practice of human being. No doing, no having, no thinking. But your being. Mm. You're being here with this group on this day at this time. And you're being in your body, this one you have right now. I just got you through that practice. And the practice of being is often the practice of peace and love. As you feel ready to move, start with your fingers and then your toes. And roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. We'll sit tall in our bodies and wide through our hearts. The stature of being here and being open. Bring our hands together at heart center. A gesture of offering to ourselves and to each other. We bring thumbs to forehead center. And friendship and gratitude and love. Namaste. 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 Thank you guys so much. That was awesome. Here we go. Have a fun weekend. Thank you for listening. For more information on our classes and workshops, visit us at 3dogyoga.com.